Welcome to Hallmark Hall of Shame. Oh, I sound so tired. Wake <laughs> <laughs> up, wake up. Like, <laughs> Welcome to Hallmark Hall of Shame. <laughs> Welcome. We are so glad to be here with our special guest, Kat, who happens to be a princess. It's true. <laughs> I I mean, can you give us it's a little incredible. background into this actual title that you hold? Yeah, so I hold two. I'm a countess and a princess. Um, and apparently I'm not supposed to say that in the same breath. It's like saying you're a judge, but also a lawyer. It's like the countess thing doesn't really count. It's, you know, sort of implied. So I'm a princess in Belgium. Belgium still has a, uh, a monarchy, mm-hmm. and I'm not directly related to the royal family, but if they were all to get wiped out in one fell swoop, then my dad would, would be king. Why? So, <laughs> <laughs> excellent question. <laughs> um, the, so the, the oversimplified version, I'm sure. This is like the version I've known since I was a child. So it's pretty dumbed down for me and I've just never changed it. Um, But basically we were fighting, when Belgium was fighting to be its own independent country uh, back in the day, uh, we won. And Good job. Ergo, thanks. Congrats. (laughs) Thanks, yeah, a lot of hard work. Um, Ergo, we needed a king. And so they offered it to my ancestor and to another guy. And my ancestor basically said, oh, you should totally go with the other guy. He knows everybody in Belgium or everybody, all the royal families in Europe. He's going to be way better <laughs> off at this everybody. than I am. Go with that guy. And He's so, more popular. So, yes, yeah. basically. And okay. so they told my ancestor, um, that was that was like cool as shit, man. Am I allowed to swear? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, so they said that was pretty cool, and uh, that in exchange for this honorable act that he just did, he would make they would make everybody in his lineage a prince or a princess. That's so cool. Yeah. So anybody with my last wow. name is a related to me, and b prince or princess. So you're like the designated survivor family, like royal family. <laughs> I guess. I, I don't know. Maybe there are like dozens of other families out there like this. I, I don't know. So mm-hmm. one one other thing I learned is that my last name starts with lowercase d-e space. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of my name. And so I'm told that the lowercase d and the d-e space just means of, but the lowercase apparently implies nobility as opposed to an uppercase d, which would be the mere aristocracy. The wow. trash. The trash. <laughs> <laughs> Those big D's. <laughs> right. <laughs> what a load of so, big D's. Yeah. You didn't grow up in Belgium. You grew up here, yes? Uh, mostly here, yeah. I, I spent you know summers and stuff in Belgium, but I grew up in D.C. Is Maxima the queen? Oh, gosh. You're so good at this. <laughs> I, I don't know, to be honest. No, I'm not sure. There's a queen Maxima. I think it's Belgian, but she might be, she might be Denmark. She's awesome though. She okay. has really nice hats. She's a very <laughs> that's stylish lady. That's what I mean. How's your hat game? Uh, pretty weak. I, I mean, the hat, the hat you're wearing today is really nice. I'm, I'm glad you think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised the feathers fit through the doorway. <laughs> right. Well, when in Rome. <laughs> but now that now that we've lied about this hat, I'm afraid that they'll think all of this was a lie, but everything up until the hat was true. Right. Yeah, the hat everything is the first falsity. Everybody right. else has said has been true. <laughs> Just I mean, everything know. I say. You don't know me from Adam. So <laughs> I could be lying to you, too. It's true. I'm just trusting Elena. Um, I'm just wondering when the story was first told to you. Do you remember when you first learned that you had this title? So it was not like a Princess Diaries moment. It's okay. not like I turned 16 and they bequeathed this information upon mm-hmm. me. They were like, choose a husband. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> none of that. Um, but I also knew that like my Belgian grandparents were pretty, pretty fancy people. They were diplomats, mm-hmm. uh, but they were pretty fancy. And I like telling this story a lot. My um, my grandmother, there were things that went along with this sort of 
you know, thing in the family. And my grandmother liked to, uh, at the dinner table, she would take the pointy end of a knife and put it in my back. That sounds terrible, but keep listening. Uh, Hang with me here. She would put the other side of the knife, like it would balance against the back of the chair I was in. Mm -hmm. And so I had to sit there and balance the knife and not move it and eat dinner and like pass the salt without letting the knife drop because it taught me good posture and table manners and to be still and proper and Mm -hmm. whatever. And for the record, wow. we're all now sitting straight up. Yeah, we all I was, sat up. I was so hunched prior yeah. to this story. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but it did, in fact, give me impeccable posture. I don't know that I'd recommend that tactic on, like, small children. But mm-hmm. uh, as an adult, well, you can do I it always, in the office. I always wish yeah. for better posture. That's a way to get it. I mean, you could start with a butter knife. Yes. <laughs> Actually, don't start with a steak. <laughs> yeah. Actually, a former colleague of mine... Uh, used a plastic knife when he heard this story and he wrote posturizer 3000 on it and we sold them for 39.95. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Did you make some good bank on that? So, I don't uh, I didn't see a dime of it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I feel like I got that guy. Definitely. Yeah. So Definitely. when you're in Belgium, mm-hmm. like how does it affect your life that you're a princess? Okay, so after college, I moved to Belgium for a couple of months, Mm -hmm. and uh, my grandmother had passed away and left my parents a big apartment sort of in the middle of nowhere, and they sold it for a smaller place in Brussels. And they gave me the proceeds on the sale to go and remodel the apartment. So I, you know, I was there, I was living there, I was planning on it, and, you know, I had saved that money, uh, but using that extra money, I, I was going to. So... For one, um, I grew up speaking French and English at the same time. Uh, Belgians speak Walloon, which is mostly like French. The differences are kind of like American English and British English, a couple different words, a different accent. Hmm. Um, But I grew up not having the vocabulary. Like, I had a childhood vocabulary. And so I would go into stores and say things in a natural accent, like, uh, pardon me, sir, can you tell me how much it would cost to make my floors out of wood? (laughs) (laughs) just like i didn't know horrible what's the estimate on hardwood flooring is something i grew grew up learning so uh (laughs) it's not in the travel like pocket dictionary (laughs) yeah um so there was another time when i uh i was shopping at goodwill i was trying to furnish the apartment the equivalent of goodwill there i found this really sweet table and I negotiated from like 125 euros down to 75. Mm-hmm. And then I handed over my credit card and he saw my last name and he was like, I cannot believe that you're a princess and you're negotiating the price of a 75 euro. <laughs> and then my favorite, these are like all of my experiences all wrapped into one. Yeah. My favorite was when um, they delivered that table and they deliver only to the first floor, the main ground floor in uh, in Belgium. And it had one of those teeny tiny little European elevators and the table wouldn't fit in it. And I was on the seventh mm-hmm. floor. And so I was, you know, still fairly new around here and I didn't have a toolbox. And so I was knocking on some doors asking for a screwdriver so I could take the table apart and put each piece in the elevator. This was a whole day's worth of like process. Um, So I knocked on this woman's door and she was an elderly woman, very grumpy. I had interrupted her tea time and I was just the worst, but she gave me a screwdriver. And then when I was done with it, a couple hours later, I left it on her doorstep with a note that said, great big thank you. And I signed my name. Mm -hmm. And the next morning I woke up to a three page handwritten letter in my mailbox um, saying, oh, I'm so sorry that I was, you know, Kurt with you. I was drinking my tea and I didn't realize who you were and welcome to our building. I had heard that you were coming for a brief visit and I hope your stay here pleases you. And like, wow. Yeah. So the older people are (laughs) really into this stuff. Nah, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) We cool. Thanks for that screwdriver. Right. Yeah. Which I didn't actually use because another neighbor helped me carry it up the stairs. Without knowing your last name or? Without knowing my last name. Well, what that sounds know? like the beginning of a night's rom com. <laughs> Why, well, yes, and it does. then they find out. Table yeah. for two. <laughs> <laughs> You've already got the, the name for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm proud of that. Well, it begins. It should be. 
Uh, Maxima is the queen of the Netherlands. I just looked it up. So embarrassing for all of us. It's humiliating. Listen, start start over. (laughs) Podcast, we're deleting all this. (laughs) (laughs) Man. So something I love about Queen Elizabeth II is how she's a mechanic in World War II. And, like, still loves driving and scares Saudi princes when they come to visit by driving. Um, And I think similarly... I love that today you were working hard in a house remodeling things and like you you're a waitress like you have this title but yeah. also like so down to earth and like get stuff done. Yeah. Well, I I credit my <clears throat> father with that. My my dad pretty much left Belgium in sort of rebellion of all of that sort of lifestyle and all of those requirements and things like, I mean, we don't, we don't like walk around with, you know, a lapel full of metals or anything. It's, it's mm-hmm. not <laughs> like that when we're, um, but you know, there, there are like odd moments where it becomes very important. I had to get some, mm-hmm. um, official piece of paper notarized by the honorary consulate of Belgium in Chicago. Um, that guy works for Fisher Nuts, or at some point he did. So he started inviting me to his events, and all of the Belgian events were sponsored by Fisher Nuts. <laughs> Good enough. But he would invite me to these events to try and like to ask me to like read a letter written by my great grandfather that I had never seen before, mm-hmm. and like wow. um, he was into that kind of stuff. But yeah, so I, I think my dad's sort of rebellion against all of that stuff is is where. It's why we moved to America. Mm-hmm. He married an American, which was not cool. Um, she was oh. already fluent in French and uh, several other languages, mind you, my mother, when they met. How did they meet? <laughs> um, it, um, oh, man, I was going to try and come up with some, like, rom-com story. <laughs> <laughs> she got a flat tire on a small island in Actually, Georgia. They were set up by my godmother, and his car did break down in front of her house on their first day. <gasps> That'll do. Meet cute. Boom, we'll take it. We'll take it. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> wow. So, which character in this movie which, do you most relate to? Um, it's okay to say the prince. Was there, <laughs> was there a cat? Anywhere in that movie, or like a dog, even? No, <laughs> no. Okay. Are you a furry? <laughs> Do you relate most to forward. animals? Uh, <laughs> How dare you! It's right. cool. It's um, cool. No judges. No, I, I guess, uh, I guess the uh, the lady, the heathen American slash new queen, Susie. Yeah, Susie, our friend Susie. Oh, Susie, guys. We should tell our listeners what movie we watched. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's called Once Upon a Prince. Once Upon a Prince. These names are so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Janet, it's your turn to give a 30-second synopsis. Ooh, okay. Of this film. On your mark. Get set. Go. Susie's car, she gets, Susie gets a flat tire on the road. Somebody stops to help her. Guess who it is? The Prince of Cambria. He helps out in her family's garden store in Georgia for like a week. And then she finds out he's a prince. He has to go back to Cambria. The Queen of Cambria brings her over. And then they fall in love in Cambria. Boom, we out. 23-20. I feel like there was a critical component that you missed. Which was the first 17 seconds of the movie is her being dumped. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I and forgot it, about It's genuinely not important for the rest of the movie. Yeah, I did. that's how they opened it. At one point mm-hmm. during the movie, I was like, that didn't have to happen. Like, no. she could have just been a single person. And it, it made me just question her emotional state the entire yeah. time. Yeah. Because she never dealt with it. And they've been never, together for years. It never comes up again. Never. No. They like, were about to get engaged. Yeah. And it turns out instead they were breaking up. And I mean, the whole the whole purpose of it was to illustrate that she was a having a bad day. But yeah. that could have been illustrated so many other ways. Yeah, yeah. And or then just Hallmark the fact, wouldn't have had to cast another character. Yeah, just the fact that she got a flat tire. Like she could have just that's, had a bad day. That's a bad enough day, right? And mm-hmm. usually, if there's like an ex, 
in the beginning of the movie or talked about a lot, it's because the emotional baggage then gets in the way of the new relationship. Like she comes back. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm afraid of commitment because I thought got dumped when I thought I was getting engaged. Mm -hmm. But he literally never comes up again. No. Yeah. Uh, There was one, like, sort of nod towards his character, which was the sister saying, you've never looked at anybody like the way you look at Prince Nate. Nate. Mm-hmm. And, but, like, even that doesn't need that actual first 17 seconds of the movie to yeah. make sense. I mean, it more set up the fact that their family is so close because Susie and her boyfriend are walking on the beach. Her mom is, like, looking at them through binoculars from her yard and then is on the phone with her dad and sister, like, telling them what's going on. Right. And so, more than establishing Susie's, like, emotional state, I feel like it established their family dynamic. Still, though, like, we get that. But, yeah, they all work in the yeah. same garden shop. They right. all rush to the hospital when dad has stress-induced heart palpitations. They all, like... Yeah, and that... It- it would have made sense if she had had some sort of, like, emotional breakdown with her mother. Right. But instead, her mom's like, are you okay? Like, you just got dumped. She's like, yeah. Like, just yeah. her eyes and was like, Ugh, And when day. <laughs> when her sister drops by later, she's like, I thought you'd be all red-eyed and puffy, but you seem fine. She's like, I mean, it sucks. I'm not going to lie. It's like... Seems mm. like you're fine. <laughs> right. Yeah, something's up there. Right. It's it's almost like he was a bigger character and then they realized they had to like edit it down to an hour and a half or something. Like maybe, the people yeah. aren't gonna sit through this and then they cut everything yeah. out. Yeah, it's that. also it is a opening sequence. It is yeah. based on a book. So he could have been five chapters. That yeah. They cut. And Has he might have read the book. Come up Girl, again. No. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I don't know what you read. <laughs> um, yeah, he might have, like, been brought up again in the book, at least in her, like, internal monologue. And he's just not. Anyway, yeah, it's weird that they kept him there. That's true. Internal um, monologue is a lot easier it, to do in a book than yeah. in a movie. True. Because it does just make you question, like, is she dealing with that? Like, is she... Yeah, talk to someone. What's going on? Because the the time span of this movie, it all takes place in three weeks. Mm -hmm. So she goes from this breakup to, spoiler at the end, she's now engaged to a king. Yep. Yeah. That's a busy three weeks. Two weeks in Georgia, one week in Cambria. Yeah. Roughly. And poof, she's a queen. Or no, because it's even, the queen says, like, it's been a week since she left. Right, so after the coronation. So, so week. two weeks together, and then a week apart. <laughs> right, and then three, weeks, three weeks total, and only together for two of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real bad decision. <laughs> I just feel like she is not dealing with stuff. But she found the most happy-go-lucky dude on the planet. He's great. He's just like, yeah. hey! <laughs> Well, yeah, it's a great day. Whatever. Hey, I'm, I'm a really, king. Yeah, like the hardest part of his life seems like I'm about to be king. Man, yeah. that's a big deal. Yeah. He doesn't, nobody seems too bummed out about his dad that just died. Like, no. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that happened just a couple weeks yeah. ago. Didn't a couple, he says a couple months ago. And you get him a little bit more from the queen, but he's just like, oh, my, well, I'm going to be king because my dad died. She's like, I'm sorry. He's like, mm, thank you. It's like, well, you seem fine. <laughs> yeah, we're we're missing some layers in this cake. Yeah, I really enjoyed him though because at this point we've we've seen many fake princes, and I thought he was the best. Mm-hmm. Usually they're very stiff because they're trying to be like, okay, I'm playing somebody who like grew up with royal training and sort of has never let loose before. Mm-hmm. But he was, he was pretty chill. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like him a lot. Character. I'm, I'm no Prince connoisseur the way that you ladies seem to be, but, 
<laughs> I'm gonna and put it on my business cards. <laughs> Prince connoisseur. I'm happy to say he didn't have prince hair. True. Because usually when they make somebody a prince in a Hallmark movie, they give them the like big hair. Like slip back. Just like lot like hair that goes straight back. Okay. As if like royalty just has big hair. Which you don't. Yeah, why no. not why not? Why don't I have bigger hair? <laughs> I take active measures against that, so yeah. <laughs> so I like him a lot. When they when they meet, it's because she has a flat tire. He stops to help, even though he doesn't know what to do. So like she borrows his jack, but then she has to do it. And then I liked how he kept telling other people that he he's like, oh, and then I came across a damsel in distress. <laughs> They're like, oh, and you helped him? He's like, we collaborated, which just means. Right. <laughs> I love that they show that she knew how to change a tire, though. Yeah. I, I was all ready to write down, like, why she got to not know how to change a tire. Yeah. And I, I was, too. And I was like, oh, she just doesn't have a jack. Right. Because she was ready to, and then and, she did. And he yeah. does start to try and mansplain to her, like, oh, but you must have a jack. You're just not looking enough. Yeah. Oh, you did look. and Yeah. That did happen. Did. Although, but it stopped real quick. Sort of the opposite because mm-hmm. then when he was, he has the jack, but he's like, oh, I was hoping there would be instructions. Mm. And she's like, he's like, have you really never changed a tire before? What's your name? <laughs> like, she was like, how could you possibly be so dumb? And he, yeah. he's also carrying a handkerchief, which doesn't really line up with changing a tire. So. Yeah. Unless it's one of those, like, oil rags that you put in your back pocket. Definitely wasn't. Mm. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't. It was very clean. I would have loved it if it was. A bandana. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Um, and But she doesn't know he's a prince at first. No. Not for the, almost that entire first week. But she, after her father has these heart palpitations, her stress, and is in the hospital, he is stopped by the floor shop and, like, takes her over there. And I love this moment where the dad's like, I don't know who's going to help out in the shop while I get ready. Well, I'll get better, I guess. And then he turns to them, his two daughters and his wife, and says, you know I'm pleased as punch. I'm surrounded by strong women. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm going to embroider that on a pillow. (laughs) You know I'm pleased as punch. I'm surrounded by strong women. I think he was supposed to have more of a southern accent than he did when he said that. Yeah, the southerness came and went. They drank a lot of iced tea. True. Uh, That's about it. Yeah. And they say, pleased as punch. That was the one. And then... (laughs) (laughs) Mrs. Waller does have a Georgian accent for one word later in the movie. A mm-hmm. single word a single at the end of a sentence, word. too. It's not like it's a one-word line that she has. It's, <laughs> yeah, she no. says an entire line, and then the last <laughs> word is the only one with the accent <laughs> apply. Um, so the yeah. prince comes to work with for them for a week. While he's on vacation, he decides just to help out, which is never paid. You've got a funny idea of vacation. <laughs> yep. Direct quote. Um, More but, than once. But he only comes in because apparently none of these strong women can lift heavy things. Oh, yeah. And it's just like bags of dirt that do not look that big. So. Those are heavy. I mean. There are three of them. Okay, but counterpoint. If you're if you're moving like if you're moving them all day, like I can pick up a twenty bag pound of twenty mulch, mm-hmm. but I don't want to do it all day. Do you want a prince to do it? Yeah, she's a prince connoisseur, <laughs> so I'm not gonna say no. Um, <laughs> well, to be fair though, anytime we actually see her, our friend Susie. In the flower shop. It seems like her job is just to move flowers from one shelf to another. <laughs> That's the only activity we yeah, see her she doing. She got a degree in that. While in the shop. <laughs> she does have a yeah. college degree. Because then that. when she she yeah, gets a job. In, lands- in landscaping? She has a college degree Landscape in landscaping? Landscape architecture. Okay. Um, you can't get a degree in like botany. Okay. Um... She gets a job doing landscape design for the richest lady in town. 
And so she's back at the shop, like, picking out the plants for it. But, yeah, she is just, like, pointing at small pots of flowers, and then he's putting them on the cart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She she lifts nothing. Nothing. She tries. At one she, point, when he first comes into the store, she's trying to lift a pot, but he swoops in and lifts it for the Don't even. Yeah. <laughs> but that's her even only like, job. He, so he, he remember that. when she changed that tire? She did. And then suddenly she's like, I can't lift a thing. Well, right. I think, I mean, they just need them to be working together. Or like they need, they need yes. an excuse for them. They need it to be a two person job right. so that they will be spending time together. But yeah, also there's at one point where he's ripping a fence, like a 12 inch fence. It's yes. not like a fence out of the ground. And she's just holding a wheelbarrow. <laughs> she's <laughs> doing nothing. <laughs> it's like, you can just put that down. It stays. Yeah. <laughs> it's its whole design. And that would be great if they were ripping those out together. Like, their, yeah. their work could have been so much more collaborative. They could have been stacking the mulch together. Instead of him doing it in the back of the store while she was up at the front. Look, this isn't Ghost, Elena. <laughs> <laughs> what? Real sad. Like, the ceramic pot, the... Oh, yeah, scene. that's my kind that's of collaboration. That's the That's, that's what I want. I want. Every time she goes to lift something up, I want his arms to come around. <laughs> Precisely. And the slow music to start playing. Lift from your legs. Because I'm a prince kind of sword. <laughs> Dang it. I am sad there was not, like, a mulch fight. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Mm. Oh, yeah. Maybe in that boat. <laughs> Man, I'm going to some real good. Like baking flower fights, oh, flower fights, paint fights. We love a good random Christmas fight. decoration fight. She did throw fruit at him at the yes. tea. Yes, in Belgium, but yeah, it didn't get to the fight point. And yeah, so I question if it's even love. Right. Great point. <laughs> they seemed kooky enough to have a food fight like that. You know. Yeah, I that would have been great. Lucky. And then when he he'd be like, "Is this a food fight?" This is what you Americans call a food fight. And then you have to go back to the palace and his mother would see him like covered in cream pie. <laughs> it just went We've already this all over his face. <laughs> Getting into the, the braids on his jacket. <laughs> the golden or he like cleans up and then she just finds a little bit of whipped cream like behind his ear. Yeah. And oh. he's like, what's this? We also know that she has a very... Thorough job when when he has something oh, on his face. Word. Yeah, there was a point where he, of course, had a dirt smudge perfectly just centered a, on his cheek. Just the one beautiful dirt smudge, like right full, where you would put your contour. <laughs> right, <laughs> full, like thumbprint. I was surprised she didn't just blend it in. Actually, yeah. yeah. Oh, your your <laughs> your bronzer is not blended, dude. Let me just. Blot that for you. In his otherwise like pristine sweater vest situation. <laughs> yeah, no, no other dirt. Khaki but it takes her a good three minutes of thumbing his cheek to get it. <laughs> Long tender, enough. Tender cheek thumbing. Long enough that the, the private investigator slash paparazzi is able to snap a photo publish it, and that, dear listeners, is how everybody finds out he's a prince. He's prince. Yeah. That's how he Because of the cheek thumbing. Yeah. (laughs) And then everybody finds out, and I mean, they're all just like, oh, wow. You're a prince. Like, they're all kind of like, you didn't tell us, but nobody's, like, mad. She is. She's mad. She... I mean, she gets over she's it very briefly. Quickly, mad. I don't think she needed to be mad at all. But that's true. I mean, I usually think that. <laughs> like, there's no need for them to be mad right now. <laughs> right. But hey, your feelings are your feelings. <laughs> that's your journey, Susanna. Oh, Susanna. Oh, Susanna. What happens then? Um, I can't even remember. They do a lot of setup at the beginning of the movie where, like, they the car breaks down in front of this tree where she's like, mm. that's the tree people get engaged by. I always wanted to get engaged in front of the tree with twinkly lights. And it's like, okay, we know exactly how this movie's ending. Yeah. 
And yeah. you know that within the first five minutes of the film. Yeah. But we didn't know the entire family would be there. Oh my word. And would step out. That and be was terrible. Awful. That really upset me. I yes. would have been furious forever. Forever? Yeah. <laughs> like, I would be very mad at my family for jumping out. Because basically, yeah. he proposes to her. He gives, like, a nice little speech. And before she responds, her parents, his mom, the queen, his bodyguard, and their friend, Mrs. Waller, jump out <laughs> from behind the tree and her mom's like, don't leave him. Like, answer him or some, and something. it's been less than a second. Yeah. And then the queen's like, I didn't think you were right for him, but now I know you are. Whatever. She also tells her, focus. <laughs> like, yeah. That's a little hard right now. Yeah. That was very Five weird. people just popped out <laughs> my engagement tree. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then she, and then she says yes. But I listen for reference, mm -hmm. so you don't do this. I would not only, propose. yeah. Okay. If somebody's like, I'm proposing to Janet. I want everybody to be there. Gotcha. Hide behind the street. Jump out whenever you feel like. No, I will. I will <laughs> put the kibosh on that. Um, I would have been mad, and I, I would have, I would stay mad my whole life. Well, to be like, fair. Like, that's like, it's like you ruined this moment, and now it's gone forever. Well, maybe you should say no, but if you get it right, maybe I'll say yeah, yes. Yeah, try again <laughs> in a private setting. Right. <laughs> Although, you do have to consider the fact that they have barely known each other for three weeks, and they have not dated. They've not kissed. They've not... I mean, they've, you know, gone on bike rides they and walks and stuff together. And right? And lunches. Twice. Yeah. But... Yeah. The privacy of the moment, like, they don't have a lot of, you know, they don't have, like, a, a deep intimacy to protect in this scenario. <laughs> that's true. But, yeah, that's true. I'd be hyper-pissed, too. I, yeah, I just thought it didn't... Ugh. Did they even kiss at the end? I don't know. Was this, I, was this I, a kissless movie? No, they I think had, they kissed no, after they she said yes. Oh, yeah, 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 because... He says something like, um, oh, I need, I'm looking for somebody to redesign the gardens yes. at the, you know, palace or whatever. So, Do you know anybody? And she wastes, wastes that setup. <laughs> and all she says is, one. I can think of one person. That, no, just the word one. Uh, yeah. She says, like, and can then you, they make out. Can you think of anybody? Yeah. One. I must yeah. have been rolling my eyes so hard. That you were busy rolling your eyes. I think we, yeah, I think we were all mad at that line and then missed them mm -hmm. kissing. Because then also Avery ran into the shot at some point. And we were wondering. She did. <laughs> Avery's the sister, and the sister um, had driven our friend Suzanne. No? Suzanne. 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 The sister had driven her, and then the sister was the only one not behind the tree. So we so she, she, she was in the car. Stuck in the car. <laughs> and if anybody wanted to be there, it was Avery. Definitely. She involves herself. <clears throat> oh, and we forgot an entire character. Ginny? Mm hmm Ginny is sort of like the obvious, like, she's not evil, but she kind of plays evil. A She's the bit. good match. She's the Baroness from The Sound of Music. Yeah. What? She's oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you're saying now. The one that he's supposed to marry. Mm -hmm. and she recognizes, no, you're supposed to be with this other woman. Right. It's okay, you love her. Prince William has one of those. There's some... I forget. Me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're talking about this. Yeah. Your your mom wanted you to marry him. My mom wanted me to marry Harry, because that would be more age-appropriate, but I was always into William, sure. because Harry was kind of goofy-looking when we were younger. Yeah. Um, but I was, you know, He's down to be William. So. But William, there's like a lifelong friend of William's that um, everybody he thought he would end up with. Because then when Kate was pregnant, he went on a trip with her. 
Mm. You guys read Jonah. royal blogs or anything? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> she just lives it. Yeah. I enjoyed the Tommy Lassels of this movie. Do you watch The Crown? No. Nor do I. Okay. Uh, Tommy Lassels is essentially... It, I think his title is like private secretary to the queen in the crown, but he's like sort of the fixer. So the bodyguard guy in this one? Yeah. John? John. But in the crown, he's always the one where like anytime they don't know what to do and there's like a sticky like diplomatic situation, they're like, ask Tommy. And then Tommy's like, hmm. And then he has like a great solution and they're just like, God bless Tommy. Anyway, he's a great character in the crown. So John in this movie is essentially <laughs> Tommy Lassels because he's always like, except he's bad at his job. <laughs> like, well, the whole he's time, either really good at his job or too busy rolling his eyes. The whole time they're in Georgia, Nate is just constantly giving him the slip mm-hmm. or he's like, call your mom. And Nate's like, no. And he's like, oh, he just rolls his eyes <laughs> like, what are you going to do? But, yeah, I think it, we learned it was all intentional, because then he, it's his idea to bring Susanna over to Cambria, mm-hmm. Cambria. Um, and he pitches it to the queen as though, like, get her over here so he realizes she's not great for him, mm-hmm. but at the end you find out it was all his ploy just to get them together to make the queen realize she was great for him. I liked that. I liked the turnaround, especially because the original idea was so transparently bad. Yeah. That I was like, this is really insane, like, plot machinations that they're like, in order to shatter the illusion that he likes her, bring her to Cambria so that he'll realize what a bad queen she would be. It's like, no, right. no that's nobody's idea. Sorry, John. Because right now there's an ocean between them, so... Just let that and do its work. And they've known each other <laughs> yeah. for a week. <laughs> right. Let that peter out. And right. then later when the queen's like, I don't think it's working, he's like, well, it's because he's only seen her in the garden, and she's great at gardening. So <laughs> or he, he's like, it's a situa- uh, environment where she excels. So he's like, why don't we invite her to the coronation? Change the environment. Yeah. And put her in a gorgeous gown. <laughs> right. Let's get all that dirt off her face. Dress her up. Then he'll notice what a bad choice she <laughs> um, Wait till he sees her waltz. We've seen a couple of ballroom scenes um, and other ones. And the main character's dress is always terrible and yeah. usually mm. bubblegum pink. Ooh. What's that? This time, it was a wedding gown. I mean, it kind of looked like it was casual for a wedding gown, wedding gown, but it was definitely a like sort of ball gown style that was mostly white. Off-white. Completely was white. Was there some pale mm-hmm. yellow? Was I was trying white. to look for another color in there. So it was all white. It was really pretty. It was. Yeah, I really yeah. liked it. It was foofy too. It, yeah, it was not. I don't, I guess it's a ball gown. Like, it, it, oh, yeah, that shape. It didn't look like, I don't know. It, listen, if I was invited to coronation ball, I would have judged it not quite right. Yeah, it definitely leaned kind of prom. Yeah, the Ginny was wearing a dress that you would have seen sold in, like, the shops on Clark Street Mm -hmm. between Wilson and... (laughs) You know which shops I'm yeah. talking about yeah. that the all King have, like, these, like <laughs> yeah, with, like, major rhinestone action. Yeah. And, yeah. But, yeah, generally pretty good. I mean, um, Susie's dress, not Avery's dress. Or Jimmy's dress. But the dress that Susie wore to the coronation ceremony was really bad. It was short. It was out of place, for sure. always giving them short formal wear. I don't know. They're in this beautiful church, and Mm -hmm. she's wearing a short dress that also has transparent. It's one of those things that's like, it's meant to look sort of strapless, but it Mm -hmm. has a transparent thing. 
illusion was, Yeah, I was always taught that stuff. Uh-uh. Not okay. Especially yeah. for a big church setting. It's Well, and it's very, like, young. Like, again, yeah. I would wear it to, like, prom or, like, an outdoor mm-hmm. wedding when you're 23. Right. <laughs> but not, no, not this. And, like, Ginny was wearing, like, a big, beautiful hat. The queen was wearing, like, a cape. Yeah. Everybody else just looked very regal and formal, and she looked very silly. And I was down with that queen's crown. The queen it had a nice great wardrobe. work. Oh, tell me about the crowns. Your face says, no, I've seen better. <laughs> well, yeah, I have seen better. Mm-hmm. I thought that what he got coronated with looked like it came from Party City. Yeah. <laughs> I like the yeah. queen. I think I even saw it bend a little when the guy was putting it on his Yeah, it had like some head. material on the inside. That yeah. Well, in general, sad. like the military, I'm doing air quotes, listeners, the military uniforms in this movie were just embarrassingly bad. Like, the prince is wearing one during his coronation, and then also, like, the male household staff. So they're either in the military or they're, like, butlers that just have very, like, strange-looking butler <laughs> uniforms. Yeah. But, like, I sew, and I could see where, like, the hems had been cut wrong. Like, it's a, um, what's it? It's like a, is it called a morning coat where, like, the... The coat is sort of cropped, but then it has, like, the tail in the back. The curve on the tail was not symmetrical. Oh. Yeah. I didn't see it. It sounds like there's a job out there for (laughs) it. If you ever watch... Did you ever watch Project Runway? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like, one of the worst things that you can hear in judging is it looks home-sewn. And mm. the men's uniforms looked home sewn. That's funny because, like, military uniforms I wish I could... should, should be the most easily accessible costumes to get. Exactly. Right? You're Everybody not trying to, those. like, get, yeah. like, half fish, half unicorn costume here. Like, yeah. This is a military uni- uniform. Yeah. <laughs> it's a military unicorn. <laughs> I wish they were half fish, half unicorn military men. Oh, Cambria. <laughs> what are you doing? I wish I could say it looks home sewn in a German accent the way Heidi Klum does because it's just <laughs> devastating when she says it. Well, we will imagine it. If you're German, leave me a voicemail. <laughs> it says it looks home sewn. Perfect. It's great. We'll Thank work you. On that. Um, I I want to tell you my Hall of Fame since we're here. We're there. Well, my Hall of Fame is actually the older women's outfits at the Coronation Ball. The Queen's dress and Mrs. Waller's dress, I thought, were beautiful on them. Yeah. And so classy and lovely. Yep, totally. And I was like, yeah, way to give these older ladies, like, a really lovely, glam look Mm -hmm. that's not, like, frumpy. Mrs. Waller had a lot of great clothes. Yeah. Yeah. When you first meet her, she's wearing, like, what... What looks like like a Chanel skirt suit. I'm not sure if it is Chanel, mm-hmm. but that sort of look. And yeah, she looked great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say older lady wardrobe, and this was on point. All mm-hmm. right. What's your fame, anyone? My fame was Ginny, the lady, Lady Genevieve, mm-hmm. the girl that everybody thought he the would marry. Is. She had like she has little tinges of being like, oh, is that the American or whatever? But in general, she's pretty chill. Mm-hmm. And she does at one point talk to Susanna and be like, I don't think you know what you're getting for, like being the queen. <laughs> it's gonna be really hard. And it might have been a little malicious, but also I think it's pretty true. Yeah. And it, you know, it might have just been. I, I feel like the way she played it was. Pretty just straight up like, hey, FYI, real talk. Can we just look at the fact you've only known for a week? Yeah, she didn't take never that heard of our country, <laughs> right? Yeah. But then at the end, basically, yeah, she talks to Nate and she's like, "Well, you're obviously in love with her, and like, I think I could get along with her eventually." And I don't know, they're just pretty chill. Yeah, so I cool. liked it. Yeah, I like that she didn't have to like keep that twinge of evil about yeah. her. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I've got two. One of them, they wore helmets on the bicycles, which is often overlooked in rom-coms yeah. so that everybody's hair can remain perfect. Yeah. That's yeah. a great point. Yeah. Safety nice. first. Um, but really... Oh, but it... It was so that the so that paparazzi could, could catch. Yeah. And playing with the chin strap, but still. But we still. see that safety. Still. Safety, safety first. first. Um, also... It was that moment where she throws the food at him mm-hmm. during lunch. Um, so I alluded to this. My my family thought, so not only is my mom American, but she's Texan. And so my Belgian family sort of had an idea of what that might look like. And so my mom always made sure that, like, we were not being raised as heathen Americans, mm-hmm. that we were not, you know, but that's very much the picture. And I appreciate it because that moment meant a few things. One... Um, it was their way of showing that, like, she's, like, down to earth or whatever, but without having her snort when she laughs, which is a <laughs> popular one. Or, like... Fall have, down. Fall down yeah. or have big, messy hair all the time. I don't watch a lot of these movies, but I remember yeah. the Princess Diaries and, like, yeah. you know, she's a mess for a 15-year-old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, she is, yeah. So this was sort of their, like, less crass way of saying... Yes, she's down to earth. She's mm-hmm. not a practiced queen. Yeah. Um, and then obviously they were trying to be all flirty about it and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. It's an excellent royal perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She's <laughs> no heathen American. Neither am I. No, no. You're, you're not, your back has been knifed. It reminds me of what? You sat straight up as soon as I started talking about my family. I was like, oh, they're watching. They're watching. They Wherever they are. My posture's terrible. They can tell I'm speaking from my chest and not my diaphragm. Yeah. Sorry, my breath smells like hummus. I feel like that's important to like point out is that we're, you know, sitting around eating hummus. And yeah, we're all evolving, so it's just we're all breathing it in, breathing it out. <laughs> exactly. Um, what we do is keep it You should throw it at us so we know you're down to earth. Oh, no. Hummus bite. Um, that reminds me of my one of my college friends. Um, grandparents are English and her on her mom's side. And her um, dad is American. So her mom grew up in America, but her parents like were very English and very proper. And when they first met their daughter's boyfriend, who would become her husband, um, her grandpa, this very British proper man, like, was like, so what do you, what are you studying at Harvard? Because John went to Harvard. And he was like, oh, I'm majoring in American history. And (laughs) dad takes a beat and goes, well. There's not very much of that, is there? (laughs) (laughs) What a great bird. So good. So good. My. (laughs) When. There's no coming back from that either. You're like, no, not really. A couple hundred years. (laughs) When my mom first met my Belgian grandparents, they had dinner at their house. They served spaghetti and they put a spoon on the table to see if she would use it to twirl her spaghetti, which everybody thinks is proper. But in fact, my mother knew that Miss Manor says no. Mm-hmm. So she didn't use the spoon, which was the first test she passed. Uh, she excused wow. herself at some point to the ladies' room. And the first thing that my grandparents told my dad about my mom was as she, as she excuses herself to the bathroom, they say, she has nice ankles. <laughs> okay. No. Also, spaghetti is a pretty, I would, That's I wouldn't want to meet, I don't like eating spaghetti with people. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it was a serious test, right? Yeah. Like, they, they deliberate, deliberately serve something messy to see how yeah. she, like, maneuvered it. I mean, I That's ate lo mein when you guys first got here tonight, and... I know that neither of you want to marry me after seeing that. After seeing what? Me eating lo mein when we oh. first got here. It was 
I mean, it was a real Anne Hathaway moment. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty gross. And I don't even have nice ankles. <laughs> it's because I have arthritis. Okay. No. <laughs> Beautiful chin. And the noodles were fine. We're all okay. We're all okay. I could never marry a Belgian. We've progressed as a society. I mean, that was a while ago. I'm okay, sure good. you and your ankles would I be will. welcome. Did your mother, did she get the princess title or discountess? So she married into? Yeah, so she took the last name and the title comes with the last name. Now, technically, because I kept my last name and I got married. I'm a cheater. So. Really? If I was your husband, I would have taken your last name. Yeah. Well, that Is would that be option? double cheating. So? But, I mean, we all kind of use it out of convenience. So of my husband's last name is much easier to spell on the phone. So if I'm talking to, like, you know, the chimney guy, I usually use his last name. Mm-hmm. But, um... chimney <laughs> But, like, my married, aunts, for married example, Poppins? many of them married uh, counts. And so they essentially got demoted from princess to countess. Mm. But then they still use our last name when they make dinner reservations. For example, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we're all cheaters in our own flavor. Yeah. Yeah. I respect it. Uh, a Hall of Shame? Hall of Shame. Um, for me, I'm going to give it to the awkward dance chat. So she comes down in that lovely white gown and everyone in the room stops talking and is just staring at them while they have the most awkward flirty conversation, similar to the one they have at the tree later, where she's like, one, <laughs> but she's like, I heard music. And he's like, oh, I'm throwing a little party. Any reason? Like it's so stilted and awkward mm-hmm. and dumb. Yeah. And it goes no on for one. way too long. Way too long, and it's not fun. Like, that conversation yeah. needs to be fun. Yeah. yeah. And everyone in the room is staring at them in silence. And it's it's bad flirting, like, bar none. But also, like, this man just became a king. This yeah, is his coronation ball. And when he says, I wasn't sure you'd come, like... This is not the time to be like, oh, well, I mean, I heard music, so. Play it cool. <laughs> Play it cool, I thought, I, I thought right. I'd see, see what it was. It's like, okay, we get it. <laughs> yeah. You're super cash. <laughs> like, it was, that was established with the cute throwing, but now stop right. it. I know. I have a sense Put of occasion. <laughs> Come on. I like it. Put okay. on your coronation. I like it. Yeah. That's my shame. Mine was, um, in general, the prince's wardrobe was incredible. I, there were several outfits, <laughs> several outfits where I was like, oh, he looks great. Yeah. Except yeah. Mm-hmm. he was at one point wearing gray pants, a black or like charcoal gray shirt with a lavender sweater over it. And a dark tie. Yeah! It oh, looked... I thought you were going to say that weird jacket. That was weird, too. That was like Which a jacket. woman's jacket. <laughs> that was That's too like small for him. It was like double-breasted, but it was too small. Oh, so it was all yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, out yeah. loud, you said, what's up with that jacket? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that looks... Oh, that was terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was kind of what you were yeah. saying. I mean, I guess it's a tie. But I think the lavender sweater was on screen for much longer. Yeah. And I, it was just such a bad idea. I also thought you might say that she planted flowers in that boat. You yeah. seemed very annoyed. I was annoyed. She planted flowers in a boat and I missed it? In Mrs. Waller's garden. She like sees a boat and she's like, hmm, like a cool <laughs> vintage rowboat. Like an, yeah, an old, like. Aluminum yeah, because Mrs. Waller is such a hipster. <laughs> right, right. You know. So she's, she's going to love these DIY touches. And then he was like, this is a great idea. And she's like, I have a degree. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, she turns this entire rowboat into like a flower bed. Yeah, not a canoe. It's a way rowboat. too big. <laughs> yep. Oh, I didn't like it. <laughs> Don't really upset by it. It really made me mad. I was like, 
Which is why I bring it up. <laughs> All the things I noticed in the movie, I was like, I bet Janet's pissed. <laughs> Don't you use that boat like and that. And I was. It's not that it was a boat. It's just that it's like, it's way too big. Like when they, sh- it's just sitting in the yard. Well, and she said like a seaside garden needs to be like romantic and wispy and yeah. work with the environment. And, like, and nat- that, that boat natural. did not. That's like a chunk yeah. of metal. It's, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she filled it with tulips. Mm -hmm. Or tulip-like flowers. Like, how you water in that thing? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's no drainage in a boat. It's the point of a boat. (laughs) Yep. She has a... Don't worry, she has a degree. (laughs) Yeah, she has it hanging on the wall. Like all of us. Speaking of... Also, what what if she uses that boat? Like... Because Mrs. Weller's out of town. Like, she sees the boat leaning up against a shed and decides, like, what if Mrs. Weller comes back? Well, Mrs. Weller can buy it. She's balling Mrs. Weller. (laughs) She's she's going to hold it up all day long. Oh, that's that's the boat I went out with Ryan Gosling in, and then we kissed. (laughs) And then what? And then we kissed on the dock. Mm, We've all seen the notebook. Mm. Takes her for a little boat ride. I, I thought that you were saying that Mrs. Waller did this with Mrs. Right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so speaking of her degree, yeah, this is my uh, hall of shame. So, A, you're right. She she has framed her degree and put it on the <laughs> Placed wall. Placed it in a weird cool. place Cool. It's not wall. my thing, but like, it was like I've on seen a it in movies before. And it's wider than the beam. That's yeah. my hall of oh, shame. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Find a bigger wall. We agree <laughs> with you. I'm sorry. Find I stole your shame wall. thunder. It was the Why worst place there? to hang and that. Look, I wrote down a lot of things for this potential hall of shame. Like, that's not how getting a flat tire works. That's not how you find people in a hospital. Oh. <laughs> that's not how you hire a that's person. A that's not how voicemails work. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I had a lot of candidates here and that diploma. I love that you made all those notes. I love it. Wait, what about the voicemail? Oh, that because, made me so mad. Yes, because he leaves a voicemail that's like, hey, it's it's me. I had to leave suddenly. I'm so sorry. I didn't get to say goodbye in person. End of message. It's no, like, you I'm also like, so, like, I don't know. Maybe we'll be in touch. But okay. I mean, but, uh, oh, wait, I was going to sign this one. Like, there was none of there that. Was, and there was no message. actual goodbye. There was no goodbye. Yeah. That's the, he says, like, sorry, I wasn't able to say goodbye in person. So, so say goodbye, so say now. goodbye on the voicemail. Yes. <laughs> it just ends. She just hangs up. Yes. I did love the, you brought it up and she walked to the hospital and just walked up yes. to a doctor yeah. and asked where her father was, which brings up a second point. <laughs> I loved how terrible her parents' names were. Oh, right. They were named Gib and Chloe. Glow. Could have been either one. I think it was Glow. glow I saw like it on her shirt. Oh, yeah, a short I for heard Gloria. Glow first. Oh, and none of us. But when you the said Glow, I was like, that sounds more believable than Glow. Okay, fine. Give it a short glow. for Gloria. <laughs> Give it a Glow. Worse. <laughs> also, if you do have silly names like Give and Glow, that's the name of your shop. Yeah. Like, because right, their shop right. was called like the. Truett Greenhouse or something. Yeah, you're right. Like, like if you're given Glow's names, Greenery. There's got to be an explanation or like a purpose to your funky names. Oh, yeah. It's too adorable. Lean to capitalize in. On. Yeah. You're right, though. We didn't talk about the shirts. Yes. And that was <laughs> another potential for my wall of fame was how adorable the matching shirts were and aprons, which they never removed. Not um, even in the hospital. No, not even the hospital. They're all wearing their aprons mm-hmm. from the flower shop in the hospital. <laughs> Filled with dirt. <laughs> Covered in dirt, which is super sanitary in the hospital, right. too. Um, but after Nate works at the greenhouse, the flower shop, for like a week, they for have... no pay. For no pay. They have a shirt made for him. Which with, is the worst gift. With his name embroidered on it. And yeah. he loves it. And then he has to leave the country. And then later when he's back in Cambria and Susanna has already gone home and he's missing her, he's out in the garden wearing his shirt. I, and I had this moment 
moment when they were in Canada, Loved it. I was like, man, they they paid for that embroidery on that shirt. It's weird that like he never wears it. And I was uh, I was worried it was going to show up at the engagement tree. No, when you say they, did you mean the family or did you mean Hallmark? I mean Hallmark. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean Hallmark. So I was worried it was going to be at the the engagement tree. Yeah, you too. Having it be mm-hmm. in the gardens. <laughs> oh God, is way better. Yeah. Kind of hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. He could have worn that shirt nice with the lavender sweater and a black tie. And his yeah. apron. Yeah. And his apron. Wear a little apron around. Yeah. I'm also very picky about what personalized shirts I will be a part of. This is true. I. <laughs> <laughs> what? I can affirm this is true. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like bachelorette parties. Or bachelor parties or birthday parties. birthday parties if everyone decides to do okay. a group shirt. I will not be a part of it <laughs> unless <laughs> it is actually a shirt I will wear again. Okay, yes, yes. I absolutely agree. I like Just for the so purpose of it's wasteful. Yes. Absolutely agree. Um, Neither of you get to come to my family reunion. <laughs> well no, I we I've all get shirts, shirts that we never before. wear again. But I've worn those shirts again before. And even if it's for, like, you know, working out or painting a wall or, like, whatever. But I no. but I agree that you can't, you can't just, all right, I should caveat this with, not a lot of events require me to buy a shirt. So maybe you have more yeah. of those invitations than I do. No, I, I had... One recently where I was going to a bachelor party and they were like, we're all going to get these like groom squad shirts. And I was like, cool, cool. I'm out. I won't be a part of this. <laughs> and I was telling my friend and he goes, that doesn't sound like you. You're fun. Come up with a solution. And I felt like really like, fine. Come up with a solution. So come I had to go back. Right. I had to come back to the group, which these are all people I hadn't met yet. It's all by email. We're all coming from all over the country. Oh, super fussy. And I was like, um, I have a solution to offer. This person loves books. What if we all got a different book title shirt? And we were like a library of friends. I love it. And I would wear yeah. that shirt again. And everyone was like, we're totally on board. And I was like, cool. Oh, good. So it worked out. But it shows this like, if I'm not going to wear it again, I, I don't want to be a part of it, actually. I'm Would you have worn the, what is it called? Tree, true. True it. True it. Would you have worn the true it shirt? Absolutely not. That's why I think it's such a terrible gift. To give it to him at the end of the week. He's, like, you give it to him at the beginning of the week? I said, thank you for being there, because he would wear it while he was there. He's not going to wear it after... But also, Which he did. They did think he was staying longer. And they did did end up leaving a week early. They didn't know he was a prince when they ordered it for him. And I don't think they were paying him. Yeah. They, yeah, they that's why it should have been a, something better. I don't know, because if it's better, then you're sort of like, well, why didn't you just pay me? You know what I mean? Like, there's a fine line there. Like, if somebody's volunteering their time in your shop for a week to sort of get mm-hmm. with your daughter. Um, yeah, you offer you know. him your daughter. <laughs> That's that a better is, gift. All right. You're right. You're right. Can have That's it. a better gift. I feel like having a barbecue for him is a better gift yes. than the shirt. Yes, it would be. But now we know that would have been wasted. So even more waste, Alina. I liked the shirt. I would have liked the shirt. I might have even worn the shirt, but, you know, not knowing that he was a prince, they could have made every assumption that he would have worn that shirt outside in public with pride because his name was on it. And then he did. Well, listen, uh, a lot, a lot to think about. (laughs) Ending with a lot of my opinions on group party shirts. Now you know how to make all of us happy. Mm-hmm. And I will say, I know wonderful people who have made wonderful shirts that I've been totally happy to wear again. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the good thing. Great. <laughs> I found my tribe. 
Um, Kat, thank you so much for being here. Yes, yeah. thanks for Highness. your Majesty. You was this your first Hallmark movie? <laughs> I mean, of my in recent years, for sure. But I never had cable growing up. I never had access to any of this stuff. So. She's the princess of the people. I know. I know. <laughs> they uh, they did invite me to have a season once, which is where you go and you dance with many many princes for a year to find your husband. But I chose college. So weird. Yeah, I know. Super you got to get that degree. Yeah. Frame oh, yeah, it so I can hang it on a tiny. Hang wall it on a weird post. Short, short theme. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I feel like I could have watched many, many more movies like this, especially with, with people like you, and learned everything I needed to. That was so kind. Thank you. We're, We're here every, every week. Yeah, we are. <laughs> and we will... Uh, what just happened? I don't know. My brain died. Oh, but the podcast is still going? We're, are yeah. We still Yep. Okay, we'll see you later. We're here every week. Come on back.